1: And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The
2: Ticket and The theticketfm.com. This is On the Block. I'm Austin Orman. Thanks for tuning in here to the show. Glad you're with us as we go to our VIP line brought to you by Aloe Fiber, where we understand the importance of exceptional service with local heart. We welcome in Brian Munson of Husker Online. Uh, Brian, you and I were chatting off air. Uh, I was complaining a little bit about the heat. It's 101. It feels like 110. uh, But you were telling me to count my blessings because you've got us beat. Yeah, a little
1: bit. I mean, it's it. Look, it's unbearable either way, guys. But I mean, and Strick obviously knows he's he's been down here before. He knows what it's like down here. It's, we we doing it in a hundred at nine right now. It is one oh nine and feels like a hundred and twenty. When um, so last Thursday when I was walking off the field and getting in my car and leaving, I looked at my phone and it was fifteen and it still was a hundred and one degrees. It is this is my twenty. This is my twenty fourth summer living down here and honestly it's it's been the worst in terms of the heat and just straight up the rain has been turned off we we dipped below 100 degrees one time last week otherwise we've been on a tear that's just been totally maddening and, and there was at that same time that we broke that streak there was a total of 15 days in a row at that point that it did not get below 80 degrees uh, at all as a so wow. it's 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 really, really warm it 's really warm down here.
2: How are Texas high schools handling that? I mean, I know in Nebraska practices are getting moved to early morning or late at night. Is yep. Texas doing something similar
1: so yeah, um I know that so like my son, my youngest son, um, is in eighth grade, and usually they, what they would do is they would split and do like eighth grade, morning, seventh grade in the evening. Well, they have bumped the seventh graders up to morning, So they are, everybody's out there in the mornings now, uh, mainly just trying to get through it, uh, because the, the evening time is just, it's outrageous. I mean, there's, there's literally, literally, there's little you can do about it. Um, and uh, if you look at the forecast for, for Dallas, there's just no end in sight. Um, it's just, I'm looking, I'm still looking forward to going out and, 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 and watching a really good football game on Friday night when DeSoto takes on Allen up in that crazy uh, high school stadium up there in Allen, Texas. But I, I I will be, I will be hydrated. I will be certainly be hydrated and hydrating as we go through that stuff because it's, it's just, it's just outrageous right now, but yeah, they've been moving to the mornings, but pretty soon these games are going to start kicking up on Friday night. So hoping for everybody else out there, out there that's involved that uh, it starts cooling down quick.
2: You saw Kawan Lacey and Mario Buford face off. A couple of Nebraska commits. Yeah. Uh, your write-up on that is on uh, on three, Husker Online. Uh, without giving away the whole article, what did you see from those two? Um, you
1: know, I've seen Lacey now twice, and he always impresses. Uh, he is, um, you know, 5'10" probably just south of 200 pounds um he's really fit uh he 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 looks like a guy that could really move between the running back and the wide receiver slot positions uh and he has the skill set to do it he's he's a 10 7 100 meter guy that has the ability to change direction on the dime he's got great vision and i think the part though that gets kind of missed about him is that he runs with power um he he has an ability to lower his shoulders he has an ability to I called it a bowling ball quality, you know, kind of. If you put the bumpers up at the bowling alley, you kind of bounce off each side. The ball keeps going. That's him. He he has a he has a way of kind of bouncing off the of guys and keeping things going and moving forward. Um, he has great hands, uh, and and it, they really use him in some interesting ways at Lancaster. You're gonna when you get a chance to see his huddle this season, uh, it's really gonna be interesting to see like. Where they line him up, there's going to be times later on during it, later on during the season where that's even going to get like to be a bigger, wider kind of a uh, uh, array of things that he's going to be asked to do on any given night. Um, but then getting a chance to kind of see them square off against another opponent, DeSoto is a really interesting, you know, team because. If Lancaster is talented, DeSoto was like uber talented. They have got a they they got a running back that I didn't even see that night. It's one of the players that I am just kind of dying to get a look at. Um, and, and you know they've got one of the the, the best twenty twenty, 20 seven uh, wide receivers in the nation. They got a monster offensive tackle by the name of Byron Washington. That's six foot eight, three hundred and fifty pounds. <laughs> um they got they got a they got a dude uh supposedly there's another guy that's the same size as byron that they're just getting out for football i think he was like a move in and they're really trying to get him ready for the season too but they got another guy that's like committed to houston and i can't remember what his name is off the top of my head and uh he's like six four three thirty he looks small he looks small on their line because byron is just so enormous but you know they've got They've got two wide receivers that had Nebraska offers. Um, and then you had Buford and Buford's out there and he is a really good sized defensive back. So when they broke out to drills, they were all wearing different jerseys. I don't know if this was part of the kind of like keep you guessing. So you don't know where we're at kind of thing. Um, but he, you, you know, noticeably he was absent. He was, he was busy getting Tate, So he missed a little bit of the warmups and he came out and did all the positional stuff. And when he did, the difference was just basically just night and day. You could tell that there was another guy there, another dude, that he was the dude. You know, and he's you know, he's five foot ten, five foot ten and a half, maybe maybe, you know, really close to five foot eleven. But he is put together. And and this is a guy that, that basically they, they put him out the boundary all night long. He was he was man to man. He he dumped off a couple of times in the zone coverage. Uh, he was willing to stick his nose in some places that I, I felt like you know not every cornerback has that. Sometimes those guys that just are great at getting on guys' hips and taking a receiver out of the out of the game, which has a value. But then you have the other guys that will come off of the coverage and go chase a play down from the other side of the football field, and that also has uh, additional value. Um, So Buford's definitely one of those latter guys. He. He will absolutely get his nose in there a little bit, and uh, and go go make some go make chase down some plays and uh, do some things that typical cornerbacks won't do. He's he's physically ready to go, as is Kiwan Lacy. So both guys they play in some really tough districts. Uh, I really related more to, to Kiwan because they play against Longview. We went to Longview, I don't know two or three times with my kid. They graduated back in twenty twenty. We never won out there. Those guys are. That's one of the p- toughest places to play that I've ever seen in my life, and they've got the lobos, so they got the dogs howling all night long. So it was, it was really, really, really tough. So that game is going to be great to have in Dallas. But then this this game this Friday, DeSoto versus Allen in Allen, it's one of the biggest headlining games you know in the Dallas Metroplex this year. So looking forward to getting out there and checking it out. But DeSoto is absolutely just loaded. They are they've got some talent.
3: Yeah, um, you know there. There's definitely some great rivalries. Normally, Duncanville, and then sometimes Lancaster yep. will pop up, or South Oak Cliff, and and great talent down there. Um, it's gonna, it's it's great Friday night lights football down there. I mean, go down and enjoy it. There's no question. Doggone Allen is like a freaking mini college in itself when you <laughs> <laughs> you go down there. So it's kind of crazy, but nonetheless.
1: <laughs> I I, t- I try to tell people all the time. I said Allen is so wild. I think it's um. I'm trying to remember what the pop, what the uh, what the enrollment is uh, of the school. I want to say it's around ten thousand, and I mean literally the police have to come out every single day to stop traffic to get the place to to base you know to empty every day after school. Right. And, and it's just this new format, new structure. Everybody wants to be the next South Lake Carroll, so yep. they're talking you know one high school per district, and that's exactly what Allen has got. So, yeah. 60 million dollar football stadium or whatever it was and and uh one of the one of the biggest marching bands in the world i think it's the second largest marching band in the world uh it's like 500 or 700 piece marching band
3: no one other thing i want to i had asked a little bit earlier about um nebraska football and i really want your your good take on this Mm -hmm. um I was thinking about and looking at Michigan, right? I'm thinking about the old Husker style. And do you think that Michigan for Nebraska is a blueprint that kind of takes you back to the old Nebraska of getting in them trenches, digging out, setting and and not moving and moving people like you used to and just – power football again, getting back to that. Do, do you think that's possible with the layout that you've been seeing with the Huskers getting back to that? Or do you think we've gotten too far away from it with, you know, Scott Frost and kind of the Oregon duck kind of, you know, slash and dash type of uh, style.
1: Yeah. I, 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 I think that Nebraska fans <clears throat> probably appreciate what's going on in Ann Arbor. Um, I, I know that I do. Uh, we're, we're, we're very close with uh, Alex Orgy who is, uh, Backup quarterback up there from Saxey, Texas. Same high school as uh, Devine Oziego. It's it's certainly kind of one of those offenses I think that people relate to Nebraska fans because they are they are multiple. They have that ability to 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 get behind the, the 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 road graders and and. Lock people into the dirt. They they are also very effective, you know, when it comes to pass protection. But they use one to set up the other, and mm-hmm. I think that that's always been.
0: Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for one twenty nine each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine a pound. All with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. The case
1: with Tom Osborne. What made it so? What made the option in that offense so great was that you never knew it was coming at you, and it was it always looked the same. And and they could run you know four or five six different plays uh, out of that same look. Yeah. And you know four of them were runs, and two of them were passes. And I think that the same thing is happening there in Ann Arbor. And, I think that people might detest, you know, Harbaugh to some to some extent. I think he's a bit of a special character, um, but I think that ultimately you have to respect what's what's happening up there and what he's been able to do, and and kind of get him on a parallel, finally, with Ohio State. And I think that I think that they're appreciating that. And I think that what Rule wants to get to is very similar to that. I think you're gonna see some crossover between old Scott and basically wanting to get to Harbaugh style of football uh this season because I don't think that they have all the personnel yet. And, and, but I think they're gonna to try to be a little bit more effective and not necessarily square peg round hold it round hole it like what Bill Callahan did. Like that night in Lubbock really stands out a lot um where they just got smoked but uh i i think you're gonna try to see some improvement in the record but i think there's still going to be some deficiencies across the across the roster where you're just not able to kind of get to and do the kind of things that matt rule plans on doing in the years to come
2: you fill those holes on the roster through recruiting which is why we're talking to brian munson of husker online our recruiting insider and tying into recruiting here brian Nebraska football let its current players in the locker room today for the first time. They got their first look. It was revealed. Everything was all set up and ready to go. Uh, we hear all the time, you know, that it's an arms race for facilities. You want to have the, you know, nicest, newest, biggest, brightest. When you talk to recruits though, just how much of the decision-making process is house shopping versus football fit for them?
1: Yeah, that's a really good question because, I will tell you, there's there's definitely a line in the sand of the the players that are incredibly interested in the house shopping, versus the ones that are looking for or, or kind of chalk up. Basically, the the houses are are the same no matter if they're here or in Columbus, Ohio, or Athens, Georgia, or Austin, Texas, or Eugene, Oregon. They they really feel like Nebraska's on a par. And 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 I think that those players typically are the are are more of the highly regarded, highly highly touted recruits. The guys that are going out there, they're able to see Tuscaloosa and see Gainesville and and go to all these other places. They know what kind of facilities you know those types of programs are bringing with them. Uh, the good news is is that Nebraska is back on that level but the bad news is is that they don't kind of separate things as much as what they used to when it came to those facilities. So, mm-hmm. it's kind of like you have to be in that category, you know, when it comes to having great facilities to fit into the fit into that kind of echelon of teams. And I think that Nebraska is doing that, so that's that's excellent. But I think that more along the lines of, you know, your your regional guys and and your in-state guys and all the all those those types of players, they've been blown away They've been absolutely I, – I think the biggest part has been the just ultimately the space and how big those facilities really are and, and kind of the way they had it set up with the uh, inside practice field for walkthroughs and, and, and all that good stuff. So I, I think that there's definitely a group that it, it seems to be a little bit more effective with, but I think that the other side, it's still as effective because – you're not giving them a reason to basically, you know, give Nebraska a demerit to say that you're not there. It's just, it's not setting. It's not, that's not a, a quality or a, a, a part of the schools that necessarily that they're using to kind of set each other, set the other schools like apart from one another.
2: Is it more about just not being in, behind instead of being that far ahead? Is that fair to say? Yeah,
1: Yeah. I think that that's totally true. I think that, I think if Nebraska you know, was clearly behind and you had this, this thing where they were you know, trying to improve the record and they also weren't improving their, their facilities and were kind of standing still right now, I think it would be really, really, really difficult for Matt Rule and company to go out there and kind of sell the dream and sell the vision. You 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 needed to kind of be progressive. You needed to kind of show that you that Nebraska is putting an investment back into the program. That they want to get back to the way that things were. They've done it with within the facilities. They're doing it with the coaching staff, and they're doing it all these other ways. Um, so yeah, if, if they if they weren't doing that thing and it was just kind of stagnant and standing still. I think a lot more of those players would have left Lincoln, you know, just kind of uninspired by I think the effort and what's going, kind of going on there, but I have to think, but but really when they've had to go back and take a look at it, they've been, you know, they they've not had a reason to kind of get caught up on that 4 and 8 record. They've not had a reason to kind of say, yeah, but there's a new head coach. They they've not they've been able to overlook those types of things because I think everything that's there kind of meets that eyeball test that everybody else is kind of doing around
2: the niche. Uh, a couple players I want your take on, Brian, both freshmen in this most recent class that just got to campus, both defensive linemen in Cameron Lenhart and Princewell Uman Mielin named preseason freshmen All-Americans. Uh, Cam Lenhart named essentially co-starter with Blaze Gunnerson at one defensive end spot. Principal Uman Mielin was impressing before he got a little bit banged up. Going back to when you were writing about these guys as Nebraska targets and recruits, are you surprised at all to hear that they're, you know, potential difference makers from day one uh, for this football team this year?
1: No, not really. I mean, Cameron Lenhart was, I mean, obviously there was all that uh, crazy wild story about, you know, um, the decommitment and, you know, and Cameron Lenhart getting in a little bit later on in the season. And dec- one of the first guys that decommit after, you know, Scott Frost and other staff members were kind of let go. Yeah. Um, But Lenhart was targeted very, very early on by the previous staff. They loved so many things about him. He was a linebacker that they were putting his hand in the dirt and playing defensive end. And they found, you know, they found they had a need to to play some three technique and their defensive tackle got hurt. And Cameron just slid on down. He was like the, the, the ultimate teammate. He would... He'd be willing to go out there and do anything that was necessary for his team on any given you know Friday night. He'll now he's willing to do it on a Saturday. Um, he's always been a he's been a, always been a great leader. That's been the first thing and the biggest thing about him all the time has been his leadership. His leadership is you know his uh, you know he acts a lot older than what he really is. He's very mature for his age. Um, so I, I'm not really surprised by that one at all. And, and Uber Milen is is obviously his brothers at Florida. Um, he plays, he played in really good football there in central Texas. Uh, he's quick, quick twitch, you know, uh, pin, pin his ears back, go ahead and get after the quarterback. I, I think he's different. I think, I think that's the biggest thing about him is that he is completely different than, than essentially what the other guys are that are in Lincoln. He's, he's got that, he's got that real quick twitch, you know, get off the edge kind of thing and get after the quarterback. I think that that's the kind of guy that Nebraska wishes they had two more of, that they could kind of mm-hmm. keep the legs fresh and get after him. I mean, I just watched the watched the uh, Randy Gregory last night on Big Ten Network, and I was just thinking about how long it's been since somebody has kind of looked like that and played like that. So, I think Uman Milan is the kind of guy that can that can certainly do that for for Matt Rule and his staff. And I think they just need a couple more guys like that. But I'm not surprised. I mean, Will was one of the very first guys that Nebraska was after. Uh, right right as right as Matt rule is getting named the, the head coach that was the guy that they had zeroed in on um, because the previous relationships obviously getting back to Central Texas that was a big that was a big reason and a big in for them um, but I think that that's it's not real surprising because they need a guy like that and Lenhart I, I think he's just going to be this really great consistent guy that's going to make strides every single week. I think you're going to see the occasional screw-up, but he's not going to do that twice. He's going to to improve, you know, solidly from week in to week out.
2: Ten days till kickoff, uh, about 25 till Nebraska will play at home against Northern Illinois. Brian, between now and Nebraska's first home date against Northern Illinois, is there anything that's on your radar that you're tracking?
1: Um, you know, I'm still interested to kind of see how the visitor stuff is going to kind of get pulled together. we talked about it. I mean, you've got 24 players that are in the class. You've only got one guy out of those 24 that has not taken an official visit to Nebraska. That's Willis McGee, the fourth. So, you know, you've got at least one official visit from a commitment to come, you know, basically this fall. You got Grant Bricks, who had said before that he planned to commit before his season. Well, he plays this weekend. Uh, so we could be on commitment watch or could be looking for some news, you know, uh, out of Iowa to see what's kind of going on with him. Brandon Baker is still interesting to me. Um, you know, he's still planning on coming in mid, mid September. We'll have to see what kind of goes with that. And I think that, you know, we should all be kind of paying close attention to, you know, when, when the season kind of kicks up. I would look for a really high number of 2025 guys uh, to be in like right away when it comes to these recruiting weekends. I think it's a really good group of regional recruits, especially with the offensive linemen and the offensive tackles. Nebraska is going to need a couple next year. And and there's no doubt about it. They went interior heavy this year. They're going to need two to three guys that are working on the outside next year. And they have got a really good year to find a good group of those guys around. So, be looking for a lot of 2025 night memes to start emerging and, you know, basically saying they're going to be in Lincoln for those first couple weekends uh,
2: in September. That's Brian Munson of Husker Online with us here on the block. Brian, as always, we appreciate your insight. Uh, Stay cool. Hope your air conditioning holds out for you. Pack that water bottle.
1: (laughs) We replaced it last summer, man. So we've got some confidence there, but it's still working.
2: Excellent. Thanks as always, Brian. Appreciate it. See you guys. It's Brian Munson of Husker online with us. We'll take a break. When we get back, we'll cross it over, wrap up on the block next. Save big on Brunch for
0: Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone.